Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? I hope you guys are doing great. I hope this podcast is coming to you pretty good. I ended up actually, this is my second time doing the podcast here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of uh, accidentally deleted the whole entire thing by accidentally hitting there, and I was already an hour in, and I was like, oh, shit. And so I'm able now to, I was able to rescript, and I was like, this is going to sound a little bit better. Alright, so you know, I'm going to do the update of life right here. Let's talk about uh, what's going on. Um, I mean, I'm not going to really go personally into my personal life a whole lot, so that's not really the thing. Um, but what I would like to talk about is the fact that I've actually done some more cool social media stuff and gotten things more together, and it's actually working very well. I am very happy about it. Um, we now have a Twitch and an American Prevails Twitch. Uh, Merkin prevails twitter and then we also have a facebook yeah guys facebook official facebook official no you cannot put in i'm in a relationship with an american prevails podcast no don't be doing that no that's not gonna work um the cool stuff about this is like all right i'm gonna go into each like twitch i've been i've been i I made i took an old account and recreated it and everything else and so therefore, I made it to where now it's called In an American Prevails on Twitch. I'll play some games. I might do a couple cool little live streams that go through both. Um, I'm hoping to introduce a awesome little show that I'm thinking about starting up. Um, so I'm hoping for that. And then I also made a Twitter, which is more getting more of the conservative side, more of the stuff that we care about in here and everything else. That's what I'm hoping for. So I'm going to be able to share some good content. I'm also, I'm keeping track of like Mike Ritland and uh, Jay Dobbins, Chris Peranto, also known as Tonto from Benghazi, from the Benghazi incident. Um, I have more than a few people on there. I've also followed a couple of the kids that actually did the March for the second amendment, not the one that's against the second amendment. And I've got them on there. Um, I'm going to just, you know, and I'm going to put out as much of the good conservative stuff that I can put out. Um, I'm going to try my best, of course. Um, until you guys can follow me on there. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. And then Facebook. I decided to make a Facebook because, well, last week, um, this is, like I said, I, I'm going into a little bit of my life. Um, I decided to make a random uh, live stream. And uh, when I did this land, random live stream, I'm cl- kind of like... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This would be something I could keep doing. And it ended up being a giant shit show of a bunch of people that I know just fucking around, joking around, having a good time. And it ended up getting called Truffle Tuesday because of the fact that I did a truffle shuffle, straight chunk style. Well, I didn't do the chunk style. I just did a basic truffle shuffle. And then my friend, who I've known for at least a good 20 years, um... Who oh, he also did a truffle shuffle, but he did it straight chunk style, and it was great. It was a great time. So, and that's known as now Truffle Tuesday. It's every Tuesday. There's gonna be a live feed. Um, I'm gonna bring people on. We're all gonna hang out. There's a Discord and everything else, which will be pinned every week for people to be able to join and stuff like that. It's gonna be really cool. Um, it's gonna be really kind of laid back, relaxed, and stuff like that. Kind of like what I do here. Um. But it's going to be not all guns and all this and all that. It's going to be just chilling the hell out. And you guys kind of see my other half of my life. How I act. How I joke around with people. Because not everything in my life is around being and doing the Un-American Prevails thing. You know, I mean, there's me who I will bake jokes, hang out with a bunch of gamer guys. And, you know, I was almost went to a, a like a tabletop games uh, role-playing game uh thing uh like a convention almost went to one of those and stuff like that truffle tuesday is gonna be a thing on there plus if i do anything to my blog my podcast anything all the updates are there that's where it all is okay you're gonna see everything from there and twitter it might you're gonna see a decent amount of it as well um i'm also working on getting a good uh youtube started up so we can do a little bit more as well um there's a lot of cool stuff we're working on here um, just, you know, you know, just keep up, keep track, and you can go over to the Facebook, facebook.com slash American Prevails. Easy as that. American Prevails at uh, Twitter, and then the Twitch is 
twitch.tv slash an American prevails. Um, of course, all that good stuff. All right, now let's get into the actual kind of like the subject line. Um, we're going to do, I'm, I'm doing this and then I'm going to pretty much, we're going to talk firearms and such for half of this podcast. And I'm going to, then I'm going to, we're going to talk about the veterans, um, and how we should respect what we should do, stuff like that. That's going to be something very awesome that I'm going to, I'm kind of leaving because we can get all the good firearm, good golly, good job shit done. And then we can kind of cool it down toward the end of the podcast. That's kind of how I've got it planned out right now. Okay. So first on the list is, this is the section I'm calling uh, open carry versus concealed carry. Now we're going to talk about the pros and cons of open carry and then the pros and cons of concealed carry. Um, I'm going to kind of go into it. I'm going to go into depth, actually. It might not even be pros and cons. I'm just going to talk about both. Let's just do that. Fuck this pros and cons bullshit. This is not how I roll. Fuck that shit. Why did I even do this pros and cons shit? Okay. We're just not going to. We're just not going to do pros and cons. Okay. We're just going to talk about the two. Where the hell is my pen? Oh, it's under the book. Okay. Sweet. We're getting rid of these pros and cons shit. Open carry, concealed carry. Yeah, I'm, I'm straight. Fucking, I wish I could put the mic right up here. You can just hear the scraping. I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm like straight, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Okay, open carry versus concealed carry. What are the differences? What is... in? You know, I can talk to you about good and bad parts of both, okay? We're gonna first, we're gonna go put fucking open carry under the microscope. Put the fucking open carry under the microscope. Okay. Now, first of all, I want to emphasize, and I'm going to emphasize this so much, and I emphasize this a lot, okay? Know your fucking laws, people. Know your laws. Know your laws. You do not just automatically listen to this podcast and think, oh, well, in podcast land, he's able to do whatever the fuck he wants, and he's able to do these laws and these laws. So I'm going to go out into the real world that is not podcast land and I'm going to go straight out and I'm going to do exactly what he says. And then when I get arrested, I'm going to be like, oh, damn, I shouldn't have, I should have, I shouldn't have listened to him. Yeah, that's what I don't want you to have, have happen. I want you guys to make sure you know your laws very, very, very well, especially when we come into any conversations about knives, guns, stuff like that, or tasers, fucking anything that is considered that, that there's laws about okay we let's we're gonna put it into that point whatever there is laws about i'm going to put know your laws and i'm going to emphasize it probably through open carry and concealed carry okay i'm going to emphasize know your laws okay now open carry now I live in the wonderful state of Michigan, where open carry is actually legal without a permit or anything of that sort. We are what is known as an open carry state. Open carry essentially is, and I can give you kind of the definition by what I have been told. By what I've been told, you can Google it just to make sure. Definitely you should, actually. Part of the know your laws thing. Open carry is that your firearm is visible. It needs to be visible. Now, by what I have been told... It needs to be visible by at least three sizes. Okay. Sides. And like I said, this is a part of your laws thing. Look up your state, country, whatever. You look up province what they allow you to do. Okay. And I just, you know, said province, all that. I highly doubt there's any other places in the world that really do a lot of the good stuff on that. Going on. Um... Know what your state's definition of open carry is before you do it. Okay, so if you have an open carry state, make sure you look it up. Because I know here in Michigan, you're open carrying, don't have a concealed license. If your your fucking shirt barely goes over a tip of your gun or any part of your gun, even a little bit, even a millimeter, boom, they can arrest you right there for concealed carry. Yeah. You're probably all sitting there going, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yes. Yes, I am very serious right now. This is not a joke. This is something that can happen. I've heard of it happening. 
people have gotten arrested for just barely their coat goes over certain things. It's, nah, it's fucking stupid. I'm going to tell you that right now. Sorry about that. Okay, so, I might have to put a friggin' dip in. Damn, dude, this is going to be friggin' crazy, this podcast thing. All right, man. So going on, now open carry, like I said, is ma- main definition is you're openly carrying it, everybody sees it, everybody knows you have it, it's right out there in the open, some people use outside the waistband, you definitely don't use it inside the waistband because that's not going to work, that's not, no, 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 if you don't have a concealed license and you're open carrying in an open carry state, try using it inside the waistband, say you're open carrying, you're full of shit, don't even try that. Don't even try that. I'm not even telling you know your fucking laws. I'm just telling you right now. Don't try saying that you can use an inside the waistband as an open carry holster. Don't even try doing that. And I swear to God, if somebody like sends me an email or something going, yes, I can do it. I'll prove it. Not in my state, you can't. Not in my state. You definitely cannot. It's not possible. There's a way that somehow miraculously you can do that in your state. Lucky you, don't try to come to my state and do it because you will get fucked and fucked hard, okay? That tapping you're hearing is what you can hear. So, going on, open carry, it's open, it's wide out. It's kind of like, I essentially describe it as how the police officers carry their firearms. They don't hide them, they're on their belt, they're out in the open, you know they have them. Plain and simple. It's out there. Open. It's open to everybody to see. It's openly carrying, okay? So, now, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address this also from a, now here's the thing I want to address. I do both. I carry a firearm. That's it. That's all I'm going to say, and I will say this numerous times. I carry a firearm. I don't say, oh, I'm an open carrier, or I'm a conceal carrier. I'm not, that's not, no. I, I do conceal but I also do open carry as well, especially during the summertime, which we'll go into that with the pros or cons and non pros and cons or whatever the fuck I'm doing on my friggin' thing I've got going on here. Man, this looks beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I got scratched out shit. It's awesome. Um, going on. So open carry. And here's the thing is there is some good stuff to open carrying. Um, a lot of times, if a lot of us who are gun nuts, you know, you open carrying a firearm, you, you know, you you will have someone pop up and go, "Dude, what kind of firearm is that?" You know, and then it'll spark a conversation, and you meet somebody else who's a firearm guy, you know, and you can sit there and talk with them about it. Um, it's really kind of cool. I, I've had it happen numerous times. I'd have people, I'd get out of work, and I'd be heading home, or and I and or I'd be going to work, and I always would carry my firearm. And here's the thing: is I couldn't carry it like I couldn't permanently attach it because at the time I was not working armed security so I couldn't exactly do that I just had it on my person in my car well not on my person I had it in my car okay correct that I need to correct that and I carried you know I'd carry to work get out of my car throw on my duty belt throw on all my stuff throw on my uniform get all set make sure I look nice go ahead and go on with my work shift and then after I got out take all that off Put my firearm back on, and there you go. That's how I did it for a while. That's how I love to do it. Um, you know, and I open carried, and I've had people stop and go, "Oh man, what kind of gun is that?" And, you know, at the time I only had one firearm, which or one pistol that was carryable, which was my um, Smith and Wesson SD9VE. Um, and they'd be like, "Man, what is that? That's a real nice fire firearm. I really kind of like that." You know, and, they, and we it would spark up a good conversation. And it's excellent when you run into people like that that aren't automatically scared of the fact that you have a firearm. It's great to run into that. And then I've also, I was in Walmart. Oh, geez. Oh, I was getting some from Subway. I was getting, like, Subway because I was hungry as shit. And I was open carrying my firearm. It was right before I was about ready to go to work. And I had my 5'11 pants on because when I go to work, I'm always wearing either my, I'm wearing black 5'11s. I, they're, they are what I stick to. Um. I mean, I've been testing out right now. I've been testing out the LA Police Gear uh, operator pants, which I'm going to tell you, I like them. Um, I had one pair, and I'm going to tell you one thing about LA Police Gear. One thing I'm going to just shout out, which I'm not sponsored by them. There's no way I'm going to get paid for this. But I'm going to tell you right now is I was pissed off because I had a pair 
ripped out the back pocket. Like, it just ripped all the way down. And I was like, this has fucking rip stop. This shit's not supposed to rip. You know, because I'm considering replacing my 5.11s with two pairs of the L.A. police gear. So, I was like, oh, fuck, you gotta be kidding me. You know, and part of me was like, well, it was only a $25 pair of tactical pants. Did you really complain? And so, therefore, I tried them out, everything of that sort. And we're totally going off topic. I don't give a fuck. Screw it. Um, and here's the thing is, is LA Police Gear sent me a brand new pair. Didn't even ask me to send the other ones back. I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's some pure American good stuff right there. It's pure American good service. Anyway, going back, I was, you know, of course, and I was, you know, I had my firearm on me, my spare mag, and we're wearing my 5.11s. And I actually had someone goes, hey, are you allowed to carry that? And I go... Well, yes, I am, sir. I'm licensed. I have a concealed pistol license. Oh, he goes, that's what I was curious about. And then we were just sitting there, and I ha- and there was a lady who goes, you know, and she goes, at first, I, and, and I was like, at first, I looked at the guy, and I was kind of thinking, this guy's going to give me problems. This is going to be a bad situation. Oh, shit. Why today right before I go to work? Well, turned around, and the lady goes, you know what? And it makes me feel safer that someone like you will be carrying your firearm. Makes me feel safer being in here. And at that point, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you ever open carry your firearm and you ever have that happen and people say that you make them feel safer, that is the most amazing feeling you will ever feel in your life. I am telling you this right now. It really makes you feel very awesome when you hear that. Um, um, like I said, and you know, and I've, and I, that's one of those good things that normally only happens when you open carry. When you conceal carry, nobody knows you even got it. So, um, another good thing about like open carry is, is like with conceal carry, you really have to like, we'll, we'll go further into the actual conceal carry part of it, but open carry, it's easy. You throw the holster on, you walk out the door. Well, and add the gun to it, but I'm hopefully you guys would know that, you know, no, don't walk out with just a holster. Just don't do that. Um, it's not a good idea. So, as I was saying, um, it's, you know, and it, 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 it's easier to get, get ready and you can go out and you can open carry. It's, it's nothing. Okay. Um, essentially it's that, it, you know, you can just walk out your door, meet up with your friends, go do your thing, have some fun, whatever. And it's like nothing ever happened. You know, it's not like anything. It's like nothing ever happened, you know? And Another thing is, like, you don't have to worry because it's like, okay, I'm not trying to hide this, so you don't have to worry about printing, which printing is something I will explain further into the actual concealed carry part. Um, I mean, the only things... Now, here's my thing. is where there is the bad parts of open carry, and those are being... Uh, one, you do... You will run into people that are, you know, that are anti-gun. You do run into that. And people will give you problems for it. They will give you dirty looks. You are going to hate that. You're going to give dirty looks. People won't even talk to you. They don't want to even say anything to you. Worst case scenario, you'll end up getting the cops called to the location that you're open carrying at. And then you got to deal with the police officers, you know, and have to talk to them. Let them know, you know, give them all your information or whatever. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you have your CPL and you're in Michigan by chance, you know, you're going to need to know that you've got to give them your CPL and allow and let them know that you have it. But, you know, you know, all that. And like I said, that's just the know your laws thing, but you're going to have that situation and everything else. Now, that's just the minor things it's bad about. That's a minor thing when it comes to what's bad about open carry. The big one about open carry. Now, I'm going to put the pro part of this and then the con part of this. Pro, people will say, is open carry, carrying a firearm openly is like a deterrent. It'll make them go away. Then there's the con. Now, that's only a certain amount of people. I'm going to let you know that right now. There's some people who are like, okay, I was going to rob this store, but that guy's got a gun. I ain't fucking around. Well, we'll walk out. But there's another percentage that go to this side of it. If you open carry your firearm, you become a target. There are those people that will just go, I'm going to rob this bank or I'm going to rob this thing and or rob this whatever. This guy's got a gun. I'm shooting him first. 
Night night, motherfucker. You ain't coming back. Just saying. You're not coming back. It's night night. Hope you made a good peace with God. Alright. And that's how it is. Um and that's where the bad that's the, that that is the bad point of open carry. Is that they know you have a firearm, they're gonna take you out first. Because they know you're going to retaliate if you're carrying a firearm. Okay. And that's like I said, that's the worst case scenario. Um, but that's something you should put in your mind and understand that you really need to emphasize that, okay, but he can see my gun. That can be a problem. Like, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, if it comes to me open carrying and everything like that, if I'm going into places like a gas station or anywhere that could possibly be robbed, I'm going to tell you right now, I do normally keep a hoodie or something in my car. I'm going to cover my firearm up. Especially if it's at night. Especially if it's at night. Because those are the times when them places can get robbed. It can be bad. Okay? I will cover it up to where they at least... They, they're going to have to sit and guess. Okay? I'm going to tell you the truth. Um, and this is which, and I'm going to emphasize, I have a concealed pistol license. I'm allowed to conceal my firearm. Emphasize. You don't got a CPL or a CCW in your state. Don't be putting a hoodie over your gun if it's an open carry state. And you're open carrying. Don't do that. Or you'll go to jail. And you will lose your gun rights. It's a felony. Okay? Just saying. Um, but that's normally what I do. Um, if I'm open carrying because it's been hot out or whatever, normally when it starts getting dark, it's not super unbearably hot. So normally I have like a, a thin hoodie or something that I can just throw it over. It covers it up. We're good. Um, and that's something you can do. Um, because I will tell you, you, you do make yourself a bit of a target and or you deter people away. Um, and that's why some people are happy with it is because people will be like, oh shit, no, I don't want to rob this place. There's a guy with a gun. You know, it's a true fact. It's some, it'll deter some, but there's some that are just too damn stupid for their own good. And they'll automatically want to shoot you and then you're going to end up becoming a victim. Um, and hopefully you're not, you know, hit lethally. Maybe you might be able to defend, but they're probably going to try to put a double tap in your head, dude. I'm going to tell you right now. That's what they're going to probably try to do. So that is like the biggest con of open carry. And that's kind of my... That and also the fact that there is people out there that are anti-gun. And like I mentioned, that was the other bad part of open carry. And it's part of the reason why I conceal carry more now. I don't open carry as much. And especially right now, it's wintertime. I can easily conceal carry. Like, geez, oh, pizza takes me nothing to do it. Like, I, because I'm already putting on a coat, I'm already putting on a hoodie, I'm already doing all that, you know, and so, therefore, it's fine. It's easy to do. I mean, summertime, it's going to be a little bit rougher than that, um, just, you know, th just saying, it's be a little bit rougher. Let me go ahead and take a dip break here real quick, guys, I got to put this in. I think I did this last time in the last podcast, too. Dip break. Okay. Who doesn't love a good old dip break? And so, and then, you know, and that's like, a, like I said, that's open carry, you know, and conceal carrying during the wintertime is easy, easy to conceal. Um, it's not, it's not hard at all. You can pretty much conceal... God, you could probably conceal a friggin' Desert Eagle inside of your damn pants, but I don't suggest it. Don't... Don't take that as an automatic idea. Whoa, I'm gonna go get me a Desert Eagle, and I'm gonna conceal carry it inside my pants. Because I will look at you the same way as I look at people with really, really, really largely lifted trucks. Tiny penis! Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna think. 
you're carrying around a Desert Eagle concealed carried inside the waistband. Inside of, you're fucking walking around with it. Oh, 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 what are you carrying there, buddy? Oh, you know, nothing serious. Just a 50 AE Desert Eagle. Ha <laughs> ha, you don't have a penis, do you? You got a tiny penis. Ah. And that's when I get punched in the face. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. That's exactly how I am, too. That is exactly how I am. I have no problem. I have no filter. I don't give a fuck, okay? I have no filter. I'm okay with this. And everybody accepts it. Um, but, you know, you can, you could possibly, you know, conceal carry a 50 cal in your pants during the wintertime because you're going to be able to cover it up. Hopefully, anyway. Um, you know, and like I said, we're just going to switch over to conceal carry here um conceal carry i mean a lot of the great things about it is nobody knows you have it okay bad guys don't know you have it you know if good guys show up and by good guys i'm going to talk about police you, you you let them know of course um because i mean at least in my state you need to let them know and which i'm gonna say this right now guys even if your state doesn't have a law that says that you have to um oh bloody hell you have to let them know you need to notify them do it anyway do it anyway you need to go hey officer um i am a concealed blah 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 you know concealed concealed weapon carrying a concealed weapon or i'm a cpl holder i'm carrying a concealed weapon you know always let them know let them know guys it makes their job easier and you know what it's gonna be a lot nicer it's a lot nicer for them okay it makes them feel safer okay it really does. Just think about that from a police aspect. It'll make them feel better. Um, so, as I was saying, it you know, you, you, you definitely, the concealed carry, you know, they don't know you have it. And also the fact being is you do not have to run into those people that like I was mentioned at the last part of the open carry. You don't run into those people that have a big problem with carrying, you know, with somebody having a gun. You don't have that problem anymore. Why? They don't see it. They don't know about it. Okay. They don't see it. They don't know about it. It's how it is. You don't have to worry about them getting all persnickety because, you know. Because I, I don't think there's any liberal out there that purposely looks for somebody who's printing and they automatically go, Oh, he's got a gun! He's got a gun! You know. And maybe I should actually add this to an emphasis as well. I'm going to put this as like a little side note. Um, yes, they don't see it. But if you walk around with a NRA hat or a shirt or you have anything that Pretty much screams i've got a gun you did you're pretty much open carry with a gun that's not seen i'm gonna tell you that right now anybody that knows anything about profiling and knowing of somebody knowing you know paying attention to one's surroundings and everything else they're gonna know they're going to know i i i learned this um i actually have a hat and i wear it during the summertime when i'm open carrying Mind you, when I am open carrying, okay, when I'm open carrying and I, I wear this hat and it says Second Amendment, the original Homeland Security on it, that's something that I do. I, I, but that's like I said, it's only when I'm open carrying a firearm. Otherwise, I do not, and I repeat, do not wear that hat because um, they'll automatically have an idea, okay, he might have a gun on him. Might. Even the word might. If they have a thought that he might have a gun on him, that's going to destroy your whole, the bad guys don't know it. Because if a bad guy knows enough, he'll know that you might have a gun. So he's the, well, you're going to be the one he's going to keep his eye on first. At least if he's a smart criminal anyway. Um, that's why I don't suggest, I, I suggest everybody should live by a lot of the gray man standards. Um, that's what I kind of live by. Other than the fact that my car is not very gray man because I do have a USCCA Sticker and an NRA sticker on my car, which I've been considering just ripping off because, you know, I really kind of don't want it on there anymore after really thinking about it. Um, 
you know, that's a thing. You know, if you're going to conceal carry, fully just make yourself. And me, it's kind of easy. With me, it's kind of easy. As long as I'm not wearing anything that says anything about guns, normally nobody would guess me as somebody that carry a gun. I've got a stretch septum. I've got piercings. I'm covered in tattoos. I look like a full-blown reject and a fucking loser, okay? I really do. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing toward anybody that modifies or anything like that, because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying someone looks at me, oh, that guy's a fucking loser. That's what I'm meaning by that. That's how people will look at me and go, that guy's a fucking loser. You know, that's something. And and, 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 and here's the thing. It, it gives me a lot of an advantage. It gives me a lot of an advantage over, you know, any of those situations. It gives me a bit of an advantage. And no, I'm not suggesting you go out and go get so go get a septum piercing and shit just because you want to hide your gun. No, I'm not suggesting that, but I'm just giving you an example. It's not as... Most people don't expect that I carry a gun. Hell, sometimes even the friends who haven't seen me in a while... They'll see me with my, like, they'll, they'll see me, like, I'll be, like, in my house when I come in, even if I'm concealed carrying, I just take off a shirt, and then my undershirt, and then my gun's just chilling. You know, it's chilling in there, and they'll be like, whoa, 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 what is that? Oh, oh, you mean the pistol? Oh, that's a, yeah, I carry a gun. And they're like, what? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It's a thing. And, well, I didn't even know. You know, they'll be, yeah, and that's, that's the best part is when they go, I didn't even know. That's the point there, sir. That's the point. That is the point. You're not supposed to know that I'm carrying. That's the point. Okay. You know, and that's like a concept is if you are concealed carrying, you really do have to think about that kind of stuff. The other big thing you really need to think about is printing. Oh, my God. That is like, I, I will tell you right now, that is the worst part about concealed carrying is when you print oh my gosh it's trying to hide a firearm is a bitch at times i'm just gonna just make that as a it is a bitch um especially like okay i'll give me like a big example here is um i got the sd9 and then i've got my eaa windicator which is a 357 revolver well 357 38 revolver it's technically both you know um they, um, that is a, it, 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 it's a way, two different ways I can carry. I tell you that much. And yes, I can conceal my SD9VE. It is possible. Not saying it's easy, but it is possible, okay, um, to be able to do it without printing. Um, it's, it's, it, it, it tends to be pretty, like, you've got to be able to wear some baggy clothes. you got to... It, that's what helps is you wear tight tight clothes it's not gonna work you're gonna print it's gonna happen unless you have like some magical voodoo that i don't know about you know it, you're gonna print or also you're using like one of those urban carry holsters them things would be pretty cool those would work pretty well if you want you know but even that you they would still see it if you have wearing tight pants or something but that's like um that, so that would be the only way you could possibly get out of that. Um, it's like, um, it, it is it, like I said, it, it can be tricky. Printing is the big one. That's why I ended up buying a smaller firearm, a 357, my revolver. And it's not exactly, a, it's not like super smaller. But because I'm a big guy, and I am a big guy. And that's why it's so hard for me to conceal sometimes. Because with your big guy, you got to find the right place and you got to work with it. And it's it, it can be hard to conceal carry. And so my thing is I'm able to do that with no problem with my revolver. Because the revolver, just how it's shaped, how it is, it helps and it works. And it's perfect for, for somebody who's a bigger person. I got to take this damn thing out. This is probably, uh-uh. So I hate dipping and talking at the same time. It's not exactly easy. It's, um, 
But like I said, it's, it's it, 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 fit, it fits better with my body. It, it does, and it hides a little bit easier. Only thing that's like the biggest bitch about it is the cylinder with me carrying a revolver and carrying a revolver in general is is you do, you do need to make sure your pants are a decent size bigger because of the fact that you do have a cylinder you have to go up against. Okay, with a lot of the semi-automatic pistols like Glocks, everything else, it's flat. You know, you don't have to worry about a cylinder. That's the biggest like that that's the only bitch I have about revolvers, but other than that I can conceal my revolver. Nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. Unless you're my friend Joe. He spots it if I'm so much as printing a little bit. Bro, you're printing. Damn it. What are you fucking serious, Joe? Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dick. But I mean I appreciate the fact that he lets me know that I'm printing though. Oh my god. Having a friend who also knows a lot about guns and they go around and they go do stuff with you, that comes in handy a lot. Hey bro, what? You're really printing. Oh shit, thanks, bro. Where's the bathroom at? I gotta go fucking sneak in there and everything. You know, that's like the biggest thing about carrying a gun. Make sure it's comfortable and everything before you leave your house. Don't be adjusting that in the store. Cause if you're trying to conceal oh fuck. You're screwed, dude. It's not you're gonna freaking have to readjust and everything. Someone's gonna see you messing around with the gun. I have no room to talk though because I've had to readjust and I I didn't have time to get to a bathroom. It's not fun. It does not. It's not one of those things that I would like to do every day. But, um, printing and you know you got and 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 that's the thing is like with concealed carry. The other con is is like you, you know you can conceal any gun. It is possible. It's not easy, but it is possible, okay? Like I made the comment about the Desert Eagle, you know. It might be able to be done, but it's not going to be easy to do so, okay? Without printing and everything else, it's not going to be easy. Not at all, so therefore... The thing is with concealed carry, sometimes you do have to get a subcompact. Some people can just carry on a compact and have no issue with it, which... Lucky them. I, I sadly, I have a hard time doing it, which is why I'm going to have a custom holster made, uh, appendix holster, for me to be able to conceal, for so I can conceal my 9mm that I do have. Um, I'm going to try to work with an appendix and using the 300th parallel, which is a thing that's on YouTube. You can look it up. There's a, there's a guy who's a real big guy like I am, and he knows how to appendix carry. Pretty interesting. Um... And I'm going to attempt that to see if that's something I can actually do so I can carry my 9 if I go into places where, like, there are some places I don't want to carry a revolver because it does, it is, I mean, it's not exactly the easiest and fastest reloading compared to carrying a semi-automatic pistol where you can just easily just grab a magazine, you know, you, that's all you got to do. And it's a lot easier than, oh shoot, out, hit, speed reload, shut. Okay, you know, and it, that's the only, like, there's disadvantages to carrying a revolver, um, but I still do carry it, and then I do also off-body carry, still carry, um, another firearm as well, you know, I still, I don't have just one, I normally carry more than one, because I go by this rule of two is one and one is none, you know, it's a, that's a thing, you need to, like, I live by that rule, um, Especially if I'm going into, like, bigger cities, stuff where there's more crime rate involved. I don't just have 12 rounds of revolver. I do also carry my, I carry a 9mm with a good amount of ammunition on me. You know, well, two magazines. I have two mags of ammunition. Um, and so, you know, and then that's, and that, like I said, it, sometimes it's not easy, especially with us bigger guys, being able to conceal carry. It is a bitch. Um, I found ways of doing it. It's, I mean, I might explain it at some point in a podcast, you know, the big guy's guide to conceal carrying or something. Maybe I'll write a book. I don't know. Um, like I said, there's some good advantages to both sides. And see, like I said, is I'm not exactly a open carrier or a conceal carrier. As I mentioned, I open and I conceal carry. I do both. Um, it matters on where I'm at where I'm going, what I'm doing, 
you know, like if I'm going, if I know I'm going out and I'm going to most likely be walking somewhere and I'm able to legally carry my firearm, I'm going to open carry. If it's out in the middle of the summer and it's hot and putting on a t-shirt and an undershirt for me to conceal carry, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to open carry. It's what's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not going to say that I won't because I'm going to. Um, I mean, and here's my biggest thing. I don't care personally how you carry. That is a preference. And I want to definitely say that that is a preference, how you want to carry your firearm. I don't care either way. As long as you are an armed, armed law abiding citizen, I have no problem how you carry. I have no problem. It makes me feel good knowing that there is armed citizens out there and that are willing to help if needed, if something bad does happen. And that's the biggest thing is really, you know, if you feel like you can, I I think I explained it in the last podcast about carrying a firearm. If you feel that you have, you have what it takes to be able to be a concealed or open carrier, you're able, you have what it takes to carry a gun, get out there and do it, get out there, get your CPL or CCW. And if you're an open carry, say you can open carry until you get your CCW, you know, do it. Be a, be a, be one of them good law-abiding citizens. Okay, do it. It's great. It would be great to see you doing that. Um, and a lot of that, like, <laughs> now we're gonna go into like uh, this is something I kind of came up with off the fly. Um, today, and this is kind of like how I chose the topic is I kind of just sit around on YouTube and I watch videos. It's what I do. A lot of people do the same thing. I was watching a lot of those open carry videos and this this is where I came up with a term known as firearm asshole and if you guys are like okay what the hell is a firearm asshole no it doesn't mean that anybody that has a firearm is an asshole no I'm talking about these people and I firearm asshole I want it kind of to be put into the um not a a sovereign citizens kind of put it in with the sovereign citizens where they believe that they live in a magical fairyland and that they're able to do this and that. And some, some open carriers do know their laws and they do. There is some of them. And then they're, they're like I said, though, the, the people I'm talking about are the ones that are purposely being assholes. Okay. It's like you run into, you know, it's like it, it, they're being like the liberals of the gun people. Okay. And these people are the people that will go out and purposely like, open carry a AR and AK or stuff like that, you know, and they cause a bunch of problems and they're just waiting for the police to show up and then they can pull out their, Oh, I know this law. I'm allowed to do this. Are you detaining me? This kind of shit. Those are what I call the firearm assholes. Okay. Now in some cases, I'm not calling everybody that does this. Now there are some cases. Now a lot of us who carry firearms, you guys know the difference. You guys know the difference between a firearm asshole and a typical law-abiding citizen who is exercising their right to open carry or conceal carrying a firearm. There are the two different types of people. Those, you know, in open carry demonstrations, I have fully 100% back up. I fully back up if you're doing something along the lines of, I watched one where they did it for, in Texas? I think it was in Dallas. There was some... I watched that today where they were doing a demonstration pretty much now and I have nothing wrong with demonstrations you know if you're going out together you know and you guys are open carrying an AR something like that or a shotgun or whatever you guys are open carrying you know of course remember the biggest rule of the podcast at all times know your laws you know and you're not going out there to be an asshole you're trying to raise awareness. You're doing something along that lines. Nothing wrong with that. Now, where you break that line of good guy to firearm asshole is where you are purposely being just like a sovereign citizen is, but with a gun, essentially. Where And then here's my thing, and people disagree with me on this. Well, because there are states that do say that you do not have to hand over your ID of any type of sort. I disagree. And my thing is, if a police officer asks me, uh, can I please see some ID? Even if I am doing a fully legal action, 100%, even if I am open carrying, 
as a demonstration, everything else, even if I'm doing that, even if I am doing that, I will still hand them my ID. Why? They're doing a job, and here's the thing, I would want them to do that to anybody. I would want them to do that. Why, you might ask? How do we know that we don't have a violent felon with a firearm? I've actually got a friend of mine who's had a situation with a a felon with a firearm, and they almost, they could have lost their lives if they wouldn't have been well-trained. Let's put it that way. Um, so, what if by chance somebody who is a violent, you know, felon who is carrying around a gun and who's, maybe you don't know, you could be picking out a target, wouldn't you rather have a police officer come up to him and ID him, know he's a felon, and stop him? I personally would. You know, and it makes the officer know, okay, this guy isn't a felon. He's able to legally be carrying a gun. You know what most of them are going to do? Thank you, sir. Have a nice day. They'll go and they'll just let it go. But a lot of these guys will use the, they'll be like, well, I don't have to show you this. I don't have to do that. I'm doing a legal action. Blah, 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 blah. Guys, 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 guys. You're not doing good here. I'm going to let you know that now. By you being like this, you're not doing good. And you showing this on YouTube, everything else, somebody's going to see that who is against guns and goes, See, 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 look at all these crazy gun owners over here. You're making an ass out of yourself. And you're making an ass out of the firearms community. The, us, the community of people that do carry firearms and that we are law-abiding citizens. We already have bad shit against us right now. Especially right now with the Parkland shooting. We have enough on our table right now that's pretty bad okay we don't need more on our uh, more more to fuel the fire okay we don't need that like I said if you're in the middle of a demonstration or something of that sort you're with a group of people you're doing a demonstration you know what treat our police officers very well so treat them treat them well if you earlier go go, if you're done gung ho on, I would rather not, uh, you know, I would rather not identify myself, officer. You really, really, really have to do that. Okay, but you need to be completely 100% respectful. Okay, and you also need to know your laws that you can actually tell them that with you carrying a firearm openly. Um, you need to make sure that you're able to do that. Don't be just sitting there being like a sovereign citizen and spew a bunch of shit. Okay. That's not needed, okay? We don't need that shit. And truthfully, like I said, is it really going to hurt for them to see your ID? Run a check real quick. Make sure you're legal. And you, and then, then he goes about his day and, he'll, and you can go about your day. Easy as that. Is that, is that, is that too much to ask? I mean, I, I don't think so. I mean, I can be wrong. Like I said, this whole the whole podcast is, this is my opinion, guys. This is not... Me telling you, you need to do this, and you need to follow everything I say. No, that's not no, that's not how this works. Okay. I'm just simply putting it out. Maybe it would be something that we could do a little bit better. I mean, and a lot of it, too, is I've noticed is a lot of people with a lot of those videos, it makes it look like, you know, you open carry, bad things are going to happen. I'm going to tell you from example from today. I went out and I decided to open carry today. To essentially, I wanted to see if maybe there I would have a difference, um, kind of like a wh how do I explain it? It's kind of like a social experiment. See if I get approached or someone says something negatively or positively. I'm gonna tell you what I went around all around Walmart, open carrying my firearm. Guess what? Not a problem. Not a problem. No issue. Not a problem. You know, and a lot of people think, well, if I open carry, this is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. No. <sighs> It could happen. It could happen, and I'm gonna tell you right now: if you're, oh, if you're open carrying a uh, an AR-15 on your back, especially right now, oh boy, that's gonna end up very bad. Someone's gonna be calling the police, and they're gonna be like, "There's some guy. He's got an AR-15. We're all gonna die." And then you're gonna have a whole bunch of SWAT cards, and they're gonna show up. They're not gonna be nice. I'm gonna tell you right now: they're not gonna be nice. Just let you know now. With how everybody is right now, no, they're not going to be nice. Okay. So, remember that. Make that. Make sure you know that. It's very important. Um, 
you know, it's, you really, you've got to, you really got to think about what you're doing, guys. You know, we're a community and we don't want to make ourselves look bad and we don't want to give liberals fuel to the fire. You know what I'm saying? Don't give them fuel that they can make a bigger bonfire out of it. You know what I'm saying? We don't want that, guys. We all do not want that. We want things to get nicer and easier for us, guys. Not make it more complicated. Okay? So, guys, don't just be going out open carrying just to be an asshole to police and everything else, which is horrible to do. And anyway, they're out there serving us. You know, they're out there making sure our streets are safe. They don't have to do that. You know, that's that's a choice that they make, just like joining into the military is. They're out there serving, making sure our streets are safe and that we're safe. Okay? Think about that, you know, before you decide to do something along that lines. Um, and now we're going to go into the chill part of the podcast. I'm actually going to even lean back a little bit. Oh, yeah, there we go. You know, I'm not all up in the mic's business. Well, I'm up in the mic's business, but I'm not all sitting up straight and everything else. Um... Uh, so, it, you know, while I was open carrying today, um, and this is like, this is something I love to talk about. I love to talk about this all the time. Um, I, I, I went in, when I was in Walmart today, I spotted somebody wearing a veteran hat, Vietnam veteran by chance. And I automatically went on my way. I turned around. I put my hand out. I'm like, sir, I want to say thank you for your service. That is something that is a habit of mine, and I have been doing it for a while now. I mean, it started out, I mainly did a lot of it for Vietnam vets, because the biggest thing is, is when they came back, it was hell. They had people spitting on them, calling them baby killers. It was just fucking terrible. They never got the recognition that they deserved. Okay. Um, and that, right there, is why I normally do that. You know, and I, this is why this next section is all going to be about veterans and the respect and everything else that you should show. And, and, you know, maybe some food for thought, you know, for some people. Um, You know, if you found my podcast and maybe you've never really thought about this or anything, you know, maybe this will just enlighten you a little bit. And if not, you know, you're just going to hear me just ramble on about, you know, veterans and everything. Like I said, I shook his hand and then. Well, later, you know, later on, we were in the line and everything, and um, he's, you know, and I was paying for my stuff, and the, the person who was checking us out thought that his stuff was also my stuff, and she goes, oh, is this with you? And I'm like, no, 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 I mean, she, he goes, well, he could pay for it, he wanted to, and I looked at him like, sir, if I had more, more money, I'm like, if I had more money, I would pay for your full cart. As a token of appreciation for what you've done for my country. You know, and the look on his face was something. It was it was different. It made me feel good. He goes, well, you don't have to worry about that. You pay for my pay for me anyway. You know, I get government from the war and I get all the stuff. And I go, that's not enough, sir. You deserve way more than that. I'm way more than what the VA gives you. No matter what the government gives you, you deserve way more than that. You know, and probably a couple of you guys are sitting here going, what, 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 is, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? So, and here's the thing is, I was in the process at one point to joining the Marine Corps. Um, you guys know my backstory about my uncle, who was a Marine as well, and raised me, and I had a love for the Marines. I had an absolute love for the Marines. And a lot stopped that. I made a lot of stupid decisions and everything like that that stopped it to where I could even get in. And also wonderful genetics that fucked me out of being able to join any type of military force whatsoever. Um, it, it, yeah, so, but I, I've been through the process, you know, and I know a lot about it. And I also have two of my friends who are also veterans. And I watch a lot of veterans. I read books from the wars. I, that's what I've really read lately. Um, I've learned a lot in extra than compared to what I originally did. And, and the thing is, is like really when I was there and I was carrying my firearm and this, and I was like, Oh yeah, this whole, the whole podcast can be all about open carry. 
And then I met him, and I was talking, and you know, the whole thing, I was sitting there, I'm like, you know what? should talk about veterans, too. I really knew. That's what I need to do. should talk about my veterans, and how great it is that they are here, and what they have done. You know, and like I said, I've been through, and you know, and you sign that little dotted line, your life changes. You know, once you go through boot camp, life changes. My veteran friends have told me that. You can ask a vet. Um... And luckily, when I was going through this, I had, I had this amazing thought. Maybe one of the podcasts, I'm actually going to bring in a friend of mine who is a veteran and who is willing to talk about it and everything else and actually get an interview with him. So it'll be, you can kind of understand a little bit more as well. I really, I've been thinking about doing that. Um, and I kind of like work with him right now. And he's a great friend of mine. Great guy. You know, charismatic as shit. You know, he's really awesome. Um, and like I said, and here's the thing is a lot of people, I mean, I guarantee you you've heard about the suicide rates of, and I mean, Vietnam was one that there was a large suicide rate of a lot of them when they came back because they were so messed up because PTSD, you know, was the thing. You know, it started kicking in with that war. It just really started showing up, but I've also heard of World War II veterans that have had PTSD, you know, um, but, but, you know, they didn't really give it a recognition as PTSD, um, until, like, what, Vietnam, after Vietnam, maybe later on, I'm not 100% sure, um, I don't even remember, I'm not sure, I can Google it, but, and I'm gonna tell you what, PTSD is nothing to joke about, I have a very, very slight diagnosis of it. Um, I was in the middle of a shooting that happened in one of the towns near, near to me, a bigger town. And it, I still get flashbacks. Um, like, and the thing is, is I, if you actually read my blog post, I talked about it is it, I, I, firearms was a way for me to get it out of, get it out. You know, I was able to go out and shoot, and I actually had a therapist who, who actually, you know, encouraged, goes, why don't you try shooting a gun? Have you ever shot a gun? No? Why don't you go out and try shooting one? It might actually help. Which I'm going to tell you right now, it did. It significantly changed it. You know, and it significantly changed for me, because I, at that time, never owned a gun, other than, like, BB guns. I didn't fire a gun. I had never done any of that shit. And once I realized what was going on and that, and then also I was around my friend Joe, I've mentioned, and he explained a lot of that guns are a tool and that they are not just, they're not bad, they're, they can be good or bad, matters on the person who holds it and who wields it, you know, and that changed a lot, you know. I don't really, like, and I, it's not, like, and, and that's the thing is, like I said, I have a very slight case of it. It's nothing, like, super duper 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 compared to what a veteran has. I'm going to tell you that right now. I have a very slight case. Very slight. Um, and it's, you know, the veterans, they get that. Um, and I, I, I'm going to pretty much state it like this. They sign that dotted line. They go through a boot camp which where they break you down and then they build you back up again. And then if you go into this war, you get PTSD, you lose your mind. You lose you're not a perfect shaped individual, you know, mentally, you know, you're not perfect anymore. You know, you've got this thing that goes on and it plagues you. I mean, my my one fr one, one of my, my one friend hell of a bad time with PTSD. You know, it's, and there's a lot of people who suffer bad from that. And so, that's part of it. And also, there's men and women who, they lose arms, legs, and most importantly, there's people who lose their lives. You know, it's, and people don't like to give a lot of recognition to our veterans. My way, I voted. Made my decision on which vo which person I voted for. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't give a shit. Normally, when it comes to parties, I do prefer the conservative Republican Party. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that right now. 
I'm going to tell you real quick, primary-wise, who I brought in. And, of course, if you don't know me, I, 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 I wanted to put Trump in from the primaries. From the primaries, I wanted to bring Trump in. Because of what he had said about what he's going to do for the VA, do for our veterans, and do for our military. That right there hit me right on the heartstrings. He could promise his wall. He can give me all the shit that he promised, you know. And the stuff, and he's actually done a very good job of bringing that out, you know. But that's going to be another podcast, you know. But that was my big thing. Give them veterans help. You know, there's suicides that happen. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of horrible, you know, these veterans come home and they go through so much hell, you know, and like I said, I read books and it's like, whoa, you know, you don't really realize. And and I, I I was actually saying this to my uncle tonight is you don't understand, you don't know what it's like when someone can talk to you about it and everything else. I t- I said, when you read it, I feel like it's almost in a direct, like a direct hit into the brain. You know, you're right into their, what they were thinking, how they tick. Um, it's a big thing of mine. I love, you know, understanding people, everything else. And... When I've read these and I've understood where what has happened with these people and it just breaks my heart that there are people out there that don't love our military, love the military people. They don't, they th- you know, I mean, there's one video that was on YouTube I watched not too long ago about a man who asked if there was a military discount and then a woman goes, what, just because you do this and you kill, baby, kill babies and this and that, you think you should get a discount here? And I was sitting there going, what the fuck is going on? You know, and it hurt me because I sit there, I'm like, man, I'm like, I mean, and this is my thing. I I sat there, I'm like, the reasons that you or me can have a concealed license or carry a gun or any of the other rights that we have, the reason that we can go out to Walmart and we can wear whatever the fuck we want and we're not under, you know, we're not under... A tyrannical, you know, situation like down in, you know, North Korea. Because of them. It's because of those men who will willingly give up themselves for the country they believe in. That right there, to me, is worth more than its weight in gold. More than the person's weight in gold. The fact that they have, they don't even know me. They don't get to know everybody. But guess what? They still want to go to and go to go fight for our country. They still want to do it. They want to fight. And they make that decision. And some people are like, oh, well, they just make that. Like, I was that asshole back in the day. You know, they're signing their life away, blah, 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 blah. And then you sit and think about it and go, yeah, they are and they're doing it for us. You know, they're doing that for us. And... To me, that is the most great and noble thing. If you if you are a veteran right now and you are sitting and listening to my podcast, I'm going to say this to you right while we wrap up the last part of this is thank you for our service or for your service. Blech, can't even talk straight. Thank you for your service. Thank you so much that you were willing to go to a land that might be far ass away and you are willing to go and fight to keep us free I can't even me even saying thank you I don't feel like that is enough and I hope my viewers feel the same like I do I would just 100% I hope you guys feel the same way um so alrighty guys this is a great podcast it was a good time we got to talk about guns then we got real serious and talked about our veterans you know, and this is, and I, and I love the fact that, you know, I'm able to f- use this as a medium, um, and be able to talk with you guys and everything else. Um, I want to just like kind of remind everybody that there is, if you are a veteran who is watching this and at any point you do feel that you 
want to end your life, something of that sort, seek help. And heck, you can get a hold of me. Um, you know, you just, you know, it's an American email one at gmail.com. Go ahead and get a hold of me. I will sit and talk to you for hours. I might even send you my personal phone number and sit and talk to you, help you out. You know, don't, don't for that sacrifice that you've made, I, you know, I have no problem sacrificing, you know, you know, in my number, I have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I'd help you out. Um, Thank you again to to you, anybody that is a veteran that is listening to this. You are fantastic, and you are a wonderful, wonderful human being. Um, and to my viewers, I love that we're able to have these podcast conversations, and this is going to be coming every week, Wednesday. I will be, hopefully, a little bit more organized next week, because I was a little organized this week, now I'm going to be a little bit more organized next week, now that I've realized what I need to do more. <laughs> and also I'm trying to I'm not going to be trying to do a dip while I'm freaking tr- doing this again. That's I'll tell you that right now, but I needed it. I needed it. So guys, always remember Americans, we will prevail against all enemies foreign and domestic. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful week. <laughs>